Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let me give you that interesting connection that's been reported on about Bob Myers, who has been hired by Josh Harris, as we now know, the NBA uh, former and you know, multi-time NBA executive of the year, four-time world champion uh, with the Golden State Warriors, and he didn't assemble that entire roster, but he did hire. I think it was Steve Kerr, um, and he did keep it together and apparently is, you know, a guy that is very, very, very good at people and relations and leadership and, and all that stuff, right? We'll get more into that as we go along. But Bob Myers, according to Mike Garofolo and Adam, uh, Albert Breer, Bob Myers and Adam Peters went to – neighboring high schools and are both UCLA alumni or alums and that they've known each other and as it's termed by Garofolo of NFL Network, a relationship for quite some time. And he says, Peters, definitely a strong candidate for the commander's GM job. Breer says, Peters will take the interview this week. Said, Significant in that he's one of the most sought-after GM names and turned down interviews with the Titans and the Cardinals last year. The Titans went with Rand Carthon, who I think also came from the 49ers organization, under Peters. And the Cardinals went with Monty Ossenfort, who came from the Titans organization through New England. So Peters turned down those jobs or the interviews for those jobs. It's it's not officially known that he will take the interview, but Breer is saying he will take the interview this week. Now, remember, the 49ers are on bye. Um, so I don't know, again, if it'll be Zoom, what have you. He was just here last week. He was just here last week. And I, you know, I mean, I know he was talking to some people. Right? And here's what I know. You know, John Lynch is the GM or the president GM or whatever he is. I'm not saying John Lynch doesn't have some say, some control. He does not have the same control, power that Kyle Shanahan has. Period. Never has, never will. Adam Peters, listen, he has significant input, significant input, and significant say. Okay, Kyle Shanahan is still what makes that organization run, but Adam Peters has significant input in the 49ers. Yet, and as a Bay Area native, and I I believe because they promoted Lynch he could theoretically become the GM in in the with the 49ers, but he knows he's never going to be the top decision maker there as long as Kyle Shanahan's there, right? And some of these guys just want the opportunity to say, you know what? I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy. 
and that's why he might leave. And the commanders, with the number two overall pick, with somewhere between 75 and 90 million, let's call it that, because there's a lot of varying numbers on salary cap space, with five picks in the top 100, the commanders might be that job, and, and a new progressive ownership that is not David Tepper-like, that is not certainly in the mold of Dan Snyder. You know, like I'm sure Kyle Shanahan probably told him, hey, man, you know, look. As long as Dan's not there, the organization's going to be fine. It's going to be great. I don't want to lose you, but if that's what you feel like you need to do, then go out and do it. You know, that's how it, that's how this works. You lose great people when you win. Not saying Adam Peters is coming here, but he appears to be the odds-on favorite. He appears to be setting the pace if this was essentially a horse race. But he might have the staying power to not only set the pace, but also close the deal. All right, your calls. Is this a good day, a great day? Uh, I don't know what day or a bad day for the commanders. Let's get to you uh, and uh, uh, get as many of you guys in as we possibly can. Paul is in D.C. to begin hour number two. Hello, Paul. How are you? All right, man. Oh, good. It was good to hear from you. Good y'all. to hear Maybe from you, Paul. Call in. Yeah. Hey, hey I, I think it was a good day. But then I want to still go down the same avenue that you went down to, Rooster. Been there, so been there, done this before. Want to see how we can get this right. I'm a visible person like you are. I got to see it, and then I can believe it from that point on. But also I want to say this, too, uh, uh, Rooster, is that we're talking about our, our coaches and our general managers and, you know, and, and uh, the first-round pick and the draft picks. If our scouting room, who we have in there, the evaluation of our talent, because we, we got we to go five, six, and seven round deep and find the players that we need to have because we got to build this whole roster out just about. So whoever's in our scouting room, I think that's going to be crucial of who's evaluating the talent that we're talking about bringing in here. Uh, that's all I have to say, man. All right, appreciate it. Good call. Thank you, Paul. I, I mean, here's the interesting thing. We, you know, Obviously, we don't know who's going to be making the final decisions and how the head coach and an EVP slash GM are going to work together and so on and so forth. But for right now, basically what they did by not firing Eric Bieniemy, by not firing Marty Herney, by not firing Martin Mayhew, all of the things, the logistical things that have to happen in the NFL offseason in the first week or two are being done by those guys because they're all here still. They're all under contract. I think that was a smart move and a very savvy, savvy thing to do, even though most people are going to say, oh, you can't have more. Look, there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's reserve slash future co- contracts, all of that stuff. There's different signings and, and whatnot that have to be done. There's film evaluation. There's evaluation of everything that has to be done. You can't just fire everybody. I think it was a very savvy move by Josh Harris and whoever told him to do it, whether it was Bob Myers, Rick Spielman, whether it was Ron, who knows? Who knows? 301 230 let us get to... I am having a hard time with my eyesight. I feel like I am losing it. Kevin in Virginia. What's up, Kevin? How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for Good. taking my call. Good. Thanks uh, for making it. A couple of comments. Can we stop talking about Harbaugh and Belichick coming here? Neither one of them is going to come here. Did you see Belichick yesterday at his conference, press conference? Yep. He looked done. Yep. He looked like he was about to walk out and never come back. Um, so I don't. I don't think we should just waste our time talking about those guys coming. Well, I, I um, would. I would say it's were, it's very were, unlikely with Belichick. But I would. I would give as I as I have all along. I would give a little bit more credence to the Harbaugh thing. A, he's younger. B, he's more recently successful. C, we all know he's itching to get out of college and go back to the NFL. And and this probably will be his final game at Michigan. But the other thing is, is I don't think Harbaugh, even though he will have significant say in personnel, I don't know, I don't think he is uh, absolutely looking to 
you know, for the, the grand poobah to do everything. Meaning, I think he will have, like, if he choose wherever he chooses to go, he will have basically a person that is his ride-along, is his Robin to his Batman. Which, again, can be a tricky thing if yeah. you're looking to divide both positions. But you want your GM or executive vice president and head coach to be on the same page. You want them to work together. You Ideally, you'd like them to come from different backgrounds and make the marriage work. But that doesn't always work that way. We all know that. In life, in society, in work, in whatever, a lot of times it's, hey, man, I want to work with the people that I'm most comfortable with. I just don't think he's going to want to do a complete rebuild. I think he goes to the charge. That's fair. Myself, that's fair. I, I think that's more likely the other, to. The other, point I would, the other point I wanted to make is the last few games did have a purpose. It showed us that Hal is not the future. And we don't have to debate that now. We can focus on drafting a quarterback and not debate it incessantly. He's just not, he's just not a, a franchise quarterback. And my last question is, it looks like, this guy Penix is the real deal. He's under the radar. Is it, is he on? Would he be on your radar? And could we maybe trade back and still get him? Well, so Penix. I, I saw he, Caleb Williams. Yeah. I saw Caleb Williams in person. He's not big. He's not that big. Yeah. Well, and you need a you need a big guy with an arm. Well, what and I worry about with Caleb Williams like is deal. what I worry about with Caleb Williams is all the is all the peripheral or intangible type stuff. I don't like a lot of the things that I've heard there. As a playmaker, off schedule, off platform, he's unbelievable. Now that being said, what you pointed out, you know, obviously are things we're going to be dealing with, and and there are concerns. As far as Penix goes, and because you know, I, I I don't really want to do a lot of quarterback talk today because we have all off season. Today is a day about the head coach, general manager, and the future of the franchise. Penix, because he's playing in the national championship tonight. Listen, if he carves up the Michigan defense and that blitz and that pressure, I mean, he he very likely will 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 boost up into the top ten. But I I personally, because of the age, because of his injury history, um. Even though he's got unbelievable precision, I personally don't see him being right now a top 10 and maybe even a top 15. But could I see him later in the first round? Could I I see him? Could the commanders essentially take somebody at number two overall and then use a couple of those second round draft picks and a couple of those top 100 picks to get back into the back part of the first round if Penix is still there at 20? 4, 25, 26, absolutely, I could see that. I don't see it top 10. I certainly don't see it top 5, even and no matter what happens tonight. I appreciate the phone call, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, let's get to uh, Mark in Laurel. Next up on the Team 980 and the uh, Ace Law listener lines. What's up, Mark? How are you? I'm doing great. I just cashed in my winning ticket for Maryland Live for $500, so Dallas covered. So I can't be doing any better right now. Baby, good job by you. I, well, you, I like you, you told us about that on Friday or Thursday, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, that's correct there. Okay. That's why I missed the call the first time. Right. I was putting my ticket in. Right, that's right. But what I like to say, though, the organization has already taken a it's like you got a metal hole. Instead of calling it a welder, you bring in a brick layer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you contacting a, a GM for basketball doesn't know anything about football operations. It's just already you're taking a step back. And you know what? The, huh. the biggest thing about it, we're going to be in this situation next year. They're going to have another top five pick. This organization not headed anywhere. We're going to get another top five pick, and everybody be talking about. Trust the process. That's all I want to say. Yeah, wonderful day. Well, thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Uh, it's interesting that you bring that up because the natural inclination would be like, why are you hiring a basketball guy who knows nothing about football? Josh Harris also, by the way, made it very clear that Bob Myers is not doing X's and O's. He is here for leadership, for structure, for oh, culture, but championship culture. That's why you hire a Bob Myers, not to, not to do X's and O's, not to say, oh, um, I'm looking for a, a head coach that's going to run a West Coast, 
uh, offense, or, or Bob Myers probably doesn't even know exactly. But if Bob Myers can reel in Adam Peters, as we were just talking about from the 49ers, and that's the way that goes, that might just be the biggest and single most important thing. Again, if Adam Peters' career trajectory goes the way it did. And he's, before San Francisco, he was involved in championship teams with the Denver Broncos after Mike Shanahan, not with Mike Shanahan, after Mike, but involved in building that championship team that ultimately beat Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers before heading to San Francisco. If Bob Myers does that, and if Bob Myers installs or helps install a leadership structure, a championship culture, and, and a, a culture of accountability, if he makes people uncomfortable, if he makes people inspired, and especially if they land in Adam Peters, then Bob Myers has done his job. And as Josh basically alluded to, like, he, he, he said, we'll see after the, the, the search for the head coach and EVP slash GM is done. We'll see what happens. Like, like he, he said there might be more for Bob Myers. Now, Rick Spielman, he seemed to be much, much, much more tepid in terms of the future. And I understand that. Like, Bob Myers is his friend. Bob Myers, again helped keep together a dynasty in goal in San Francisco and in Oakland. He knows Bob Myers. There is, there is something to be said for great leaders, even in a different sport, can be great leaders in other categories and in other walks of life. It doesn't just have to be an X's and O's kind of guy. It could be that there's a, again, general manager slash EVP that does that is the top football person, and Bob Myers basically is like the president of football operations or the president of business operations if they decide to move on from Jason Wright. 301 Matty, you, you want me to break now or do you want me to take a call? T- break now? Okay. We'll come back. Uh, take more of your calls. Jay Gruden as well. Get his thoughts on everything in the commander's organization and around the NFL. Tough day, obviously, for a lot of coaches uh, and families, but also a a new day for so many fan bases who, you know, get disgruntled and just want their team to win and look at the head coach as being the end-all, be-all. Uh, and maybe a change there spurs all sorts of positive karma. It doesn't always work out that way, but sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
All right, Jay Gruden coming up in just a few minutes. We'll get his thoughts on everything, not only here in Washington, but around the NFL, where certainly there were plenty of moves. Arthur Smith fired after three years with the Atlanta Falcons. Surprise! Offensive friendly, offensive minded, first time innovative head coach. And, man, they did everything they could. Gave him a really good offensive line. Gave him three top ten picks on offense. They could never, obviously, sort out the quarterback situation. Heineke, Ritter, Mariota. I mean, it was a disaster there. Guys, it doesn't always work. You may try and pigeonhole yourself into one thing and one concept and one idea, that's the that that's so 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 ridiculous. So ridiculous. Talk to anyone. Talk to everyone who moves. Get as many ideas as you can. Do it as quickly and as efficiently as you can, but get as many ideas as you can. All right, let's get to um uh where did you want you wanted me to go? Uh Jonesy uh is with us right here on the Team 980. What's up Jonesy? How are you? Hey, happy new year, Rooster. How are you, man? Jonesy, I know you're feeling good. How how are you? I'm feeling beautiful on uh Black Monday, Misery Monday, whatever you want to call it. But it's that all of them wrapped up into one. So we yeah. got a tootsie roll of it. Well, you, you know what's interesting, Jonesy? They played a game yesterday, and of course, because w- there's so much news going on around the organization, none of it matters. And yet it was an interesting game for at least the first half. Uh, and, and all sorts of interesting results, but none of it matters because of all the news, not only Ron, which was fully expected, but all of the news that has come out since just 8 o'clock this morning. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> hey look, glad not to be hearing from that guy, but Josh Harris, I loved his, uh, his his interview and his speaking out to the public. That was grand, man. And believe it or not, I got some faith in this guy, man. I'm sorry. He, I think he's going to make things right here, and we're going to see a real deal football team at some point. And I believe it starts with making a speech like that to the public. Now, with that being said, um, the other guy uh, uh, who was on here as a caller, and he mentioned you're know, bringing a bricklayer in here to do a welder's job. Well, right now we need a house, so therefore build me a house right now. I don't need welding when I need brick and mortar on the outside of this thing to put the outfit on the inside. So with that being said, Rooster, we're going to get that done, but all in due time. And I will be speaking to you, man, throughout the rest of the week. Attaboy, Jones. I appreciate it. That's an interesting way of uh, putting about and And I know it, it got a hearty chuckle from Matt on the other side of the glass. Basically what he's saying is you build from the outside – in you don't worry about the cosmetics and the the color of the paint or he used welding you you don't worry about the 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 hood range in the kitchen before you worry about the siding before you worry about the structure before you worry about the foundation before you worry about the the absolute most important stuff good point there all right let's get um uh where are we here uh let's get um how do you say this guy's name? Mutu? Mutu? Uh, let's get to Mutu in Frederick. Sorry about that, Mutu. How are you? Hey, Chris. Doing good. Good day. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Same to you, brother. It is Mutu. Okay, Mutu. <laughs> um, I, I got it. Little, uh, a little uncommon, uh, as I'm sure you've heard, but uh, I'm glad we were able to uh, knock it out of the ball. I, I couldn't tell if it was my... my, my, my uh, my eyesight, because the longer I stare at a computer, and I've been at the computer all day, the the, the more, um, I guess, foggier my eye and, and vision get with smaller print. So I wanted to make sure I got it right. Oh, man. Well, I didn't help you much with all those O's in there. But uh, <laughs> no, we got that's it. That's all right. That's okay. Hey, Chris, a caller mentioned earlier refreshing. And for me, that word rings out. It's also hope and a level of excitement, man, because... um. We're a little bit close to the cleaning house for everything tied onto the previous loser owner. So this guy, Josh Harris, um, 
it was a little baffling bringing in the Myers from um, Golden State, but I'm not going to doubt what this guy, Josh Harris, is going to do because he's a successful pro teams owner. Mm-hmm. So, and you can't go wrong with a guy like that that built a dynasty. I wish I had heard him say in the interview, you know, yeah, he's got some football knowledge, you know, but whatever with that, we'll see. What we're looking for as a fan is just because really, I don't think this team is far away to tell you the truth. You couldn't tell by the play and the four wins. We look terrible. We bring in the right GM and coach and really from any one of these playoff teams. Well, except Philly with that defense, right? But what we're seeing, we just need somebody to get these players playing hard with a level of accountability. And then look what we got a top two pick in the draft, the QB. This pick got to be right. It Mm -hmm. is huge. We get this pick right. And then, you know, the salary cap space, the draft picks. Man, we could turn this thing around. Next year, we'll, well, be a whole well look at this move too, right? I mean, the Houston Texans were given up for dead last year, right? They had fired Correct. two consecutive blackhead coaches uh, that nobody seemingly wanted and whatever, and it was just a mess. They didn't have a quarterback, they didn't have anything. They had Damian Pierce, right? And, and that was about right. it. But they wound up having the number two overall pick, and then I think they went from six to number three in a trade up. Uh, or maybe they traded down and then traded back up. I can't remember exactly and got the kid from Alabama, the pass rusher from Alabama, along with C.J. Shroud, along with a new head coach in D'Amico Ryans, along with several new players and so on and so forth. And they went from the number two overall pick and a destitute franchise to 10 wins, winning a big game on the road Saturday night and hosting a playoff game and seemingly having their quarterback and their head coach of the future. Right. And Chris, the other thing with that Houston team, one thing they had in place before they got C.J. Stroud, that team played hard on defense, man. You know, and it seemed like there was a level of accountability. I don't know what we're doing on defense. That's the same team that was ranked top seven last year in defense. Yeah. But if we build something, the O-line, we've got to get a good linebacker. And, man, get an edge rusher. I I don't feel we're far away is what I'm saying. Have we got our QB pick right? Things could be totally different. For I don't disagree year. with you, but I don't know if it's a snap of the finger. You know, I, it's really hard to do what the Houston Texans did. Really hard. That being yeah. said, can I can I like think that you know maybe you could be I don't know eight and nine, maybe nine and eight in year one of a Chris, turnaround? Yeah, I I, that, I, I I think if if a lot of things go right. And a lot of right moves. Remember the first year of the Ron Rivera era, even though they finished seven and nine, and they could have not made the playoffs. Maybe if Jalen Hurts stays in that game, who knows? Even though that, remember how quickly they turned it around with a couple of like nine to five ham and egg, you know, nickel and dime type free agent moves, and Chase Young, obviously, right. who at that point his the arrow was was pointing way up, so on and so forth. So I mean, you can turn things around pretty quickly in this league. Can you go from four wins to ten wins? Of course you can. It's unlikely, but of course you can. Mutu, I appreciate uh, the phone call. Let's get one more in here. Uh, one more. What does that mean? Keep going? Oh, break. Okay. Let's do that. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Is he saying false start? Is he saying, well, no, your hands were low, and I just saw them moving. I didn't I didn't see the brakes. On. I get uh, you. Let's take a timeout. Jay Gruden will join us on the other side. Guys that are on hold, hang in there. We will get to you as quickly as we can. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines and a rec Ace Law. I hope you get a check. Call 8888-ACE-LAW. Time now for a trending alert. All right, so as you know, Bob Myers and Rick Spielman hired to help coordinate the head coach and executive vice president, general manager search by principal managing partner of the Washington Commanders, Josh Harris, who took to the podium in Ashburn about an hour and a half ago. We carried it live right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Hit the rewind feature if you want to listen to it again. Amongst the GM candidates that the Commanders have uh, reportedly requested permission to speak to, Ian Cunningham of the Chicago Bears, Mike Borgonzi of the Kansas City Chiefs, Adam Peters, of the San Francisco 49ers, who we talked about in excess earlier this hour, Glenn Cook of the Cleveland Browns, Alec Hallaby of the Philadelphia um, 
Eagles. Meanwhile, as far as head coaches go, Raheem Morris of the L.A. Rams, Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson of the Detroit Lions, Anthony Weaver, the defensive line and assistant head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, and Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report reporting that the commanders have significant interest in Jim Harbaugh and have already reached out to his new agent. As far as things outside of the commander's world. How about the Washington Wizards? They'll be home, uh, or I should say they'll be in action uh, tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. 645, the pregame coverage right here on the Team 980 from Capital One Arena and all the action just after 7 o'clock. Again, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good to have you with us on a Monday afternoon, January the 8th, a certainly seismic day in the land of the commanders uh, and, of course, the NFL. And joining us now to talk about it all is the former head coach of the Washington Redskins, longtime NFL offensive coordinator and our guy, Jay Gruden, who you can follow on Twitter slash X at coach underscore Jay Gruden at coach underscore Jay Gruden. And Jay joins us now on the BetQL guest hotline. Hello, Jay. How are you? Good afternoon, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good to talk to you again. We uh, didn't get a chance to catch up uh, last week. Uh, so a happy new year belated uh, as, as such. Uh, and uh, always happy to have you. Uh, back on with us. All right, so let's get right to it. Um, I mean, obviously, the expected happened, and it happened quickly. Um, I, I guess, you know, the, certainly there is no surprise, but what is, you know, you knew you were in trouble when you were 0-5 here and all the rumors and whatever. I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how quickly it happened after that loss to the Patriots. I think it was pretty quick. Uh, I was going through a family time at that, uh, uh, a family uh, situation at that time. Uh, but what was what, what was that feeling like, if you will, uh, knowing that, you know, probably that's the end like Ron Rivera was facing last night and yet still having to do your job and be a professional and, you know, be a good company man and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a tough deal. You know, you know what you sign up for when you become a head coach. You understand the ups and the downs and the, the possible firings and the possible success you have. You always look at the bright side. And you try to do the best you can and hire the best people around you and draft the best players and sign the best players and, and try to make this franchise great again like it was under, obviously, Joe Gibbs back in the day. Um, when that doesn't happen, you have a few obstacles, you have some injuries, you miss on some draft picks, what have you, some coaches leave or uh, what, whatever, and you don't succeed, then you know there's a possibility of getting fired. And then and you lose a lot of players and you lose a lot of games and you know the reality is coming mm-hmm. pretty soon. And it's uh, very pretty emotional because you put a lot of work and you put a lot sure. of time. I don't think people really understand how much time and effort and work uh, coaches put into their job and, and the success of the franchise as they look at the bottom line and the scores and the win-loss record. Uh, but it's disappointing. It's sad. Um, and, you know, in some ways it was a relief for me at the very mm-hmm. end. You know, I was, I was getting worn down a little bit, but, um, but definitely sad because, you know, you hire a lot of coaches and they, 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 you know, they, they need the job and, um, you want to, you want to succeed for them. So they have success and support their families and equipment managers and trainers and, and all that. So, uh, it, it's a tough deal for everybody involved. Yeah, uh, no doubt. There's a lot of things that people don't uh, think of on air and on the road. Jay Gruden is driven by the Ted Britt Automotive Group, Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly, and Fairfax F-150 headquarters and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling, all home to Ted Britt for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. Just using your time
time here. And obviously your influence in personnel grew as you went along here. And everybody recognized, I think, certainly inside the building. And I know outside the building from people that I remember speaking to, how sharp, how bright, how how well thought of you were in terms of personnel. But we all know you you didn't have the full juice that Ron had. Is it, was it, is it different when ultimately Ron was completely in control or as much in control as you could be working for Dan Snyder and ultimately you didn't have that same control so I mean maybe it's a little harder to accept the reality because I'm sure it, I'm sure you thought to yourself man if they would have let me do this this and this I would have I, I wouldn't be in this position yeah, there's a lot of truth to that, and it's very frustrating when you don't have control that you need as a head coach to build your team. It can be very frustrating. Um, you know, you, you point to one or two picks, but I can point to a lot of free agents that we brought in. And, mm-hmm. and listen, I, I wasn't always right. I mean, I was right a lot of the times in the, in the team that, you know, some of the guys they brought in that I didn't want, poss- you know, maybe not want, but didn't, uh, you know, didn't really count on coming here. They they performed pretty well, too, so there's some good and some bad with it, but uh, you got to have that opportunity if you're going to be head coach to be able to build your own team if you want that. You know, I, and I wanted that because I put the time in. I, I loved watching quarterback. I loved watching the draft players. I loved watching free agency. I thought that's how you built your football team through the draft, uh, some key free agents. And I put the time in, and unfortunately, I didn't get the total say. Ron had total say, but you know, I don't know if he put the time in or he counted on the guys that he hired and brought in from Carolina. Uh, but that's you know, that's obviously. I think where they failed a little bit and why they're in the position they're in, you know, the draft picks that they had didn't really come through for them. And unfortunately when they don't come through, you don't win games and you're packing your bags. Yep. No doubt about it. Jay Gruden is with us right here on the BetQL guest hotline on this uh, Monday, January the 8th, as the commanders of course make a seismic change, not only with Ron Rivera as we fully expected, but also bringing in, you know, longtime NBA executive, champion executive Bob Myers and Rick Spielman. I, I I don't know if you know Rick Spielman at all. Thoughts on on that part of it? It doesn't look like Jay. He's going to have a major role moving forward after helping with the head coach and executive vice president GM uh, uh, perspective. Um, at, at least that's what Josh Harris said during the press conference. Uh, do you know Rick at all? Any a, any thoughts there? I mean, obviously he was instrumental in getting Kirk Cousins to sign that three year fully guaranteed deal away from you guys and with the Minnesota Vikings yeah no he's a good guy and I think it's smart to bring in somebody uh, that has a little bit of a pulse what's going on in the National Football League I know Josh Harris a basketball guy and and these other guys are basketball people and they know how to build franchises and all that stuff you got to have a guy who's been around the football uh, circles that knows coaches knows GMs uh, has been around and seen people develop and can give you sound and good advice and that's what Rick will do for them so that's that's a good thing for them and uh, they can exhaust all options, that's for sure. Just don't be quick to take the first guy that comes to mind. Make right. sure you do your due diligence, get to know these guys, and, and pick the right guy. Um, what are your thoughts? And I know you don't know him. None of us do. Bob Myers, again, an executive, a highly accomplished one, but from a different sport. Can that can that work in what I presume is going to be the structure here? And and Josh Harris said, look, this is, he's not being brought in to, to do X's and O's. He's being brought in to manage and to lead and maybe to inspire. Can something like that work in the NFL? Or if he's got a role moving forward, whatever that role might be, are people going to be like, why would I listen to this clown? He, he He's not from the NFL. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to do things in building your franchise, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is. You have to have good structure. That's number one. Who are the people leading what division? Who's got what say in what part of the business? And that's critical um, moving forward. You got to have direct, you got to exactly know what your role is when you're, when you're starting a franchise and you're starting from scratch like they are doing right now. And I think whatever league you come from, just make sure you have good sound structure, make sure everybody knows their role and you hire good people to fill the roles that you need. Jay Gruden is with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Um, So moving forward, obviously, it sounds like they're going to hire an executive VP slash general manager. Maybe it's going to be two separate people, uh, likely just one. 
And the name that seems to have the most steam right now is Adam Peters of the San Francisco 49ers, longtime you know, scout, then uh, you know, personnel guy with Denver, uh, and has been with Kyle and San Francisco uh, for a number of years. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things, Jay. I don't know, again, what you know, if you know anything uh, about him. But would you say that if you're going to hire a – uh, if you're going to hire a first-time GM, he's got to come from what is now arguably considered to be one of the best cultures, if you will, or organizations in the NFL. But it wasn't like that when he, when Kyle first got there and then when Peters came aboard from Denver. They built that into what it is now. Yes, no, that's important. You uh, have the proof is in the pudding and what you've put together over the last three or four years and They've done a great job at San Francisco on both offense and defense, and they're sound in every position, and they have great players across the board, across the offensive line, the linebacking crew, the defensive line, secondary solid. Obviously, the quarterback play, they missed on a couple guys, but they hit on the last pick of the draft, which is crazy. Uh, they got key free agents in there to help their football team, and Christian McCaffrey and Trent Williams and uh, did some great things in that regard. So when you're building a football team, they've done pretty well in the draft. They've done well in free agency. And have a very good roster from top to bottom. So, yes, I would look at that team first. I'd also look at a team like the Houston Texans and how they built their team from being the second pick in the draft to winning their division so quickly. How'd they do it with such young players and a good young football coach and good young offensive coordinator and a, and a young quarterback at number two, which Washington's going to have the second pick next year. So, there's a lot of ways to look at it, a lot of teams to look at that are pretty good. When you were hired here as the head coach, I mean, you were successful offensive coordinator. Uh, nobody, you know, nobody would dispute that you weren't deserving of your opportunity. But, you know, like so, uh, when you look at the list of at least publicly known candidates, you know, Raheem Morris has been a head coach before, uh, but Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, Anthony Weaver, um, I, you know, th- those guys have been publicly requested. They haven't been head coaches before. How difficult was it for you to go from offensive coordinator to head coach, not from a coaching perspective and not from a play calling perspective, but from a management media BS, uh, all the, you know, whatever roster management stuff you had to be consulted and involved in. How difficult was that transition for you, Jay? Uh, It was difficult because there's a lot of things you're responsible for now as a head coach that you weren't responsible for when you were just a coordinator, you just responsible for the game plan and scoring points. And uh, in that regard, now you're responsible for the media, you're responsible for hiring your staff. And that's, that's probably the most difficult challenge is the staff. I know he has the new coordinator that they hire from another team is going to have friends across the league, but can he get those guys to come join him on his staff? Will he get the defensive coordinator that he wants? Will he get the offensive coordinator that he wants? Will he get the quarterback coach? These are critical positions, special team coordinator that you have to fill on your staff. And that's, if I'm, uh, hiring a head coach, that is going to be my biggest. I, I got to see who your staff is and can you get all those guys? Because you can write a bunch of names on, ooh, that sounds like a great staff, but you can't get all those guys. Some teams won't let them out of their contract right. uh, or whatever. They don't want to come here. There's a lot of issues in that regard. So I think that's the most important thing and the biggest challenge for new head coaches coming in is filling up all of our staff positions. Um, so I'm I'm curious um, by this. Now that we had uh, a year of Sam Howell, he started every game, wasn't supposed to. A year of Eric Bieniemy, the offense I think only scored eight more points this year compared to last year. And you know some of that is not all on the offense. Some of that is you know lack of turnovers from defense, so on, and special teams, all that nonsense. Um, how do you evaluate big picture wise where we're at with this offense? after a full year of Biennemi and Howell together and everything that went into that? They're a long way away, for sure. They the really don't do anything very well that you can hang your hat on. This is our identity. This is who we are. Uh, not good enough throwing the football, obviously, consistently. Uh, the running game is really below, below, way below average that you need to be to compete in NFC East, for sure. you got to be able to run the football more effectively, and, and they don't have the people to do it. So they – there's a lot of things they have to address in the offseason here to get that team on track to compete offensively. Uh, quarterback position wasn't good enough. Uh, offensive line, tight ends weren't good enough. I think receivers have struggled a little bit getting open. Maybe it's a scheme. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so th- there's a lot of issues moving forward, and they have to address them. 
Would you, I, I mean, it sounded like Josh Harris was open to interviewing the enemy. Certainly he's being kept on as of right now. Would you be uh, opposed to that is not the right way to ask it. Are you surprised by that, considering what you just said? Well, I'm surprised by the production of the offense this year. Yes, if you look at his just his track record over one year, then yes, I am. I, I don't mm-hmm. think they. I think they underachieved personally. Um, they they weren't very good um, in any regard on offense consistently in 2023. So, in that regard, however, you look at the big picture and what he's done over his career, then yes, then I think he should demand some uh, consideration for at least an interview and see what he's like in front of the team in front of the owners and how he thinks he his vision is for this team moving forward I think it'd be worth an interview he's deserved that right I believe uh, other situations uh, I can't say you're probably shocked that Arthur Smith got canned after three years I mean it seems like they gave him just about everything you could ask for as a head coach a good offensive line uh, three top 10 picks all on offense uh, there was a lot of criticism of how he used his weapons didn't use his weapons but you know, they couldn't figure out the quarterback situation, surprised by what Arthur Blank did, or, or not really at all? Not really at all. You know, you, you have three years, and they have not really taken any major steps forward to be in that contention for competing for playoff victories, and they really struggle offensively, and that's what his MO is. If you're going to come in as an offensive coordinator and bring some kind of uh, physicality and toughness to your team, and you just don't display that in three years. You haven't resolved the quarterback situation, and it looks bleak at the quarterback position. You have to start over at quarterback. Uh, then, yeah, I think you have to give it an- another guy another opportunity. You've had three years to figure that out, and hasn't been done. And they've had the opportunity, they've had the draft picks, and they just haven't got it done. And Arthur is going to be playing golf with me probably next week. <laughs> Do you have a you have a spot in your foursome uh, d- down in Jacksonville or or, or no? And always, any ex coach wants to come down here. This is the best spot in the country. I'm <laughs> like your brother used to wear like the fired football coaches association America hat or whatever yeah. it was, right when he did the ESPN quarterback series. Do you have like a hat that you wear on the golf course? You know, fired yeah. football Couldn't coaches. Find the right quarterback. I'm playing golf now. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about Jay Gruden that you, I mean, some of you, some of you didn't like Jay. Uh, I like Jay, right? Uh, one thing about Jay Gruden, always great with the one-liners. I, j- I mean, just a, uh, just a really, really good sense of humor. All right, before I run out of time, uh, NFL playoffs are now set. So many intriguing, juicy matchups. Rams, Detroit, uh, Green Bay, Dallas. I, I mean, you know, Kansas City, Miami, with Tyreek going back to Arrowhead. Is there one, uh, Buffalo, Pittsburgh? Is there one that jumps out to you that really gets your lather, if you will, early this week, Jay? Yeah, Kansas City. Kansas City, Miami is going to be a great game. I think the winner of that game has a significant. Obviously, the winner of any game has a chance to win it all. But that team, I, I got to see Kansas City if they can figure out what they're doing on offense. See if they can get the receivers going. Get Patrick going, get some rhythm throws going. I got to see if Waddle comes back and see what they can do against this Kansas City defense because the winner of this game obviously will be a major player moving forward. And uh, both teams uh, are very, very good, very explosive, and fun to watch. So it'll be a fun game to see. Were you surprised by how bad the Dolphins' offense was in the second half last night, or not really that surprised? Uh, you know what? They're, they're a little bit. Obviously, they're missing two major components: yeah. Waddle and, and Mozart. That's, yeah. that's critical pieces, uh, speed, you know, but, you know, they had A-chan who, who had a good game and, um, you know, they didn't protect very well and two or threw into some coverage a couple times. So, you know, Buffalo is a good defensive football team. I like the way Buffalo plays, but I am surprised because Miami's put it on a lot of people, but this is the type of year where it gets tough. People got all your tape and, and they're starting to hit the quarterback and they get things going on all cylinders defensively. And Buffalo is one of those teams that are hot right now defensively, you know, despite losing their two best players early in the year, they, they put it all together. Anything else stand out to you uh, from yesterday's action that maybe surprised you, maybe shocked you, uh, or disappointed you? I mean, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, oh, the Phil- Jaguars, yeah, sure, the Jaguars, the right? Exactly, yeah. Because I, you know, I'm down here a lot, and I yeah. hear a lot about them. I think the demise of uh, their offense the last four or five weeks. They played good against Carolina with their backup quarterback, but Trevor has played very below average the last month of the season. And, all they need to do is win one of those last five games. They beat Carolina. They just need one more win, and they couldn't get it done. And uh, 
is disappointing all the way around for Jaguar fans and, and Trevor. Uh, you know, there. I mean, listen. There, there's ru- weird, wild rumors about you know Philadelphia and Sirianni. I don't think Doug's in any trouble there. But I mean, they got a. You know, you didn't get to work with Trevor Lawrence, but like you said, obviously you have worked with quarterbacks your whole life. Is that ju- do you chalk that up to just him not being healthy, or did Trevor Lawrence do something, you know, fundamentally or 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 whatever that? that made him take a step back in this year two under Doug Peterson? Well, there's a, yeah, there's a couple quarterbacks that have struggled this year. Jalen Hurts has struggled. He's obviously a good player the last month of the season. Um, Trevor struggled. Um, our guy at the, the Rams or the uh, Chargers struggled a little yeah. bit. So there's some really good quarterbacks struggling for whatever reason, and they have to figure it out. I don't know if it's people around them, if they're not getting open. Obviously, they lost Christian Kirk here, which hurt a lot. Um, Zay Jones finally got back in action this past game. His, his Absence was hurting them a little bit, but they've got too many good players on that team to uh, struggle like that. I just think Trevor is struggling for whatever reason, throwing the football accurately. And I don't know what happened to him, if it's injury related or not. You got a pick on the uh, national championship game tonight? I'm taking this Michael Penix Jr. guy, man. Ooh. This guy's interesting. This guy's an interesting guy, man. He can, he can swing it all over the play field, but I know Michigan has a very good defensive coordinator. They're going to try to pressure him because the only negative about Penix is his ability to probably move around. Yeah. And I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. So how he handles the pressure, how the Washington offensive line handles the blitz schemes that Michigan comes up with will be the difference. You know, if there's one quarterback that can do it, it's probably Penix, to your point. Like, he, he's got a quick release, right, looks like, a really on-target, accurate. That I mean, if there's one guy who can probably dodge a bunch of those bullets that Michigan's going to come throw at you, it's that guy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This guy's a stud. He's a veteran. He's 25 years old, I believe. He's seen a lot of things uh, as far as blitzes are concerned. Adam, he's handled them like a champ, and he's a he's a pro. And he's he's gonna up his stacks, draft stock even more after tonight if they can get this regular victory. Absolutely, Jay. Always good to catch up with you. Thanks as always. Great stuff. Hi, right, Chris. Thank right, you. Man. Good to hear from you, Jay Gruden on air and on the road. He is driven. By the Ted Britt Automotive Group, Ted Britt Ford in Chantilly and Fairfax F-150 headquarters and Ted Britt Chevrolet in Sterling. All home to Ted Britt for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop them all at tedbritt.com. More of your calls coming straight up after 3 o'clock in the nation's capital. Stay with us on a seismic shifting type of Monday in the nation's capital and for the Washington Commanders. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.